0: Hey, it's a great day at the Academy of Scholars, and this is episode 15 of Scholarly Speaking Live with Dr. Stacey Lambert-Johnson. This show originally aired on the Academy of Scholars Facebook page and YouTube channel on Thursday, July 8th, 2021. The podcast was recorded the week of Independence Day 2021. Enjoy. This podcast is brought to you by the Academy of Scholars, Are you searching for a school for age four through sixth grade? Then check out the Academy of Scholars. Based in metropolitan Atlanta, Georgia, this exceptional private Christian school is where great education happens in both its in-person and premier online learning programs. Go to academyofscholars.com and join our virtual tour and open house today to see the in-person or online school you've been looking for it's a great day at the academy of scholars and welcome to episode 15 of scholarly speaking live with dr stacy lambert johnson director of student success at the academy of scholars i am benny crane jr the assistant director of student success today's topic will discuss the covid 15 health fitness and wellness during the pandemic
1: Thank you for joining us for today's live session. No matter where you're joining us from, whether you're at work or at home, we pray that you're having a great AOS day and hope that you can visit us here on campus someday soon. So how many of us fell victim to the COVID-15? You know, weight gain due to sitting at home, binge watching uh, shows on Netflix and eating every and anything. Okay, I'll raise my hand and say me, me, yes. I fell victim. (laughs) Now it's one thing for us as adults to fall into bad habits, but what happens when those bad habits spill over into our parenting and affect our children? As a family, did you experience the COVID-15? Well, if you did, today's discussion is about practical ways that you can get your family back into a routine of good health and fitness practices. But before we get started, Benny, where can our viewers watch today's session once it's over?
0: As always, everything from this show ends up on our website, academyofscholars.com, including both the audio and video versions. You can also find the video version on our Facebook page, YouTube channel, LinkedIn, and Instagram. You'll be able to download the audio versions anywhere you download your favorite podcast. We want to take this opportunity to say hello to everyone joining us live today. Also, shout out to the people who follow us on our social media platforms. We appreciate you joining us. Do us a favor and tell your friends we're on. All you have to do is hit that share button right there. Comment and tell us about how you and your family may have been affected by the pandemic.
1: Right now, it's time for our special segment, AOS Around Town, because you literally never know where you might meet someone from AOS around town. This week, Benny and the video crew headed to Centennial Park. Centennial Park is
0: a beautiful wide open space in downtown Atlanta that's just a 20 minute drive from AOS. If you're looking for a great place for a family picnic after visiting CNN Center, the Georgia Aquarium, a world of Coke, Centennial Park is a perfect spot.
1: So Benny, let me share how the COVID-19 quarantine in March of 2020 affected my eating habits. Okay. Okay. Prior to the quarantine, you know, I had a pretty good workout schedule. I went to the gym about four times a week. I was eating healthy. I was getting ready for a few trips. So I was working hard on getting my summer body together. Well, fast forward to May of 2020 and guess what happened? What happened? I was happy that the trips had been canceled due to COVID-19 because I had gained the COVID-30, not even the COVID-15, but the COVID-30. I was in disbelief and wondered, how could I have allowed myself to get there? But honestly, guys, it didn't happen overnight, right? It was the result of engaging in bad habits like not working out, eating whatever I wanted, not getting enough rest, and not drinking water. I mean, I think I fell into a trap, a sedentary lifestyle, since everything was Mm closed. What about you, Benny? Uh, Did you fall into a trap as well? What about your wife and kids?
0: I would divide the beginning of the pandemic into two parts. The first part is what I would call the bliss, Mm -hmm. because you know how ignorance is bliss. Mm -hmm. I train pretty regularly, so it's my eating habits that vary from time to time because I'm a foodie. Well, when school let out on March 13th, 2020, we thought we'd be out of school for two weeks and I actually turned up the intensity on my workouts and ate well for those two weeks thinking when we come back I'm going to be in great shape right (laughs) I also trained my son for basketball during this time as COVID was interrupting the basketball season for him and we were getting it in then at the end of those two weeks reality starts to set in COVID is not going away (laughs) this thing is real so I'll call the next phase the rise and not because COVID cases were rising my weight was rising. <laughs> so after a month of quarantine, the intensity uh, of my workout started to wane and my eating habits started to wobble off the rails. Mm-hmm. Now that extra time went from training to baking. <laughs> and it was a disaster for my waistline.
1: <laughs> you know what, Benny, it wasn't until it was time for us to come back to work in June of 2020 that I realized that I had a problem, <laughs> right? None of my work clothes fit. None of them. And you know me Benny. I'm frugal. So instead of going out and buying new clothes I decided that I was going to have to lose the COVID weight so that I could fit back into the clothes I was wearing before. But what happened is that I realized after losing that weight that I still was not where I wanted to, you know, wanted to be because I had clothes from when I had first moved to Atlanta and I was all fit and fine that I still couldn't fit into. So I decided that by my 50th birthday in 2021 I was going to be 50 and fine. I would start working out doing all the things that I love like bike riding, walking on the belt line, skating and Zumba, eating healthier by cutting down on red meat and losing all the weight that I had gained since I had moved to Atlanta with the goal of fitting back into the clothes I was wearing once I was once I first moved here. And yes, I still had every outfit, every <laughs> single outfit. I mean, I told you I was frugal, right? But what about you, Betty? Did you and your family have a moment of reckoning, and what changed?
0: Wow, the moment of reckoning for me was like you, starting back to work in my pants saying, boy, stop, <laughs> when I tried to put them on. <laughs> Now, my wife, on the other hand, went the other direction during quarantine. The second part of quarantine was the rise for me. It can be described as the fall for her. She's in the best shape of her life right now, and most certainly in the last 15 years or so. And I would say that the males in the house had the toughest time with the pandemic with me and my son, whereas the ladies, my wife and daughter, were killing it. Um, But the last six months, we've been more intentional about walking, running, high intensity interval training and weightlifting. Yeah. Uh, The most important thing we've done is eat better, though. Uh, We've had challenges like eating nine servings of fruits and vegetables a day for Mm -hmm. a month and only eating fruit and snacks for dessert for a week. Mm -hmm. The things that would help encourage us to have better eating habits.
1: Wow, that's good. So I looked at one of the first known studies to examine the early effects of the COVID-19 pandemic on physical activity and sedentary behavior among U.S. children. The study was published by BMC Public Health September 4th. 2020. Data were collected from April through May of 2020 when the most restrictive policies were in place to prevent the spread of the virus, including the closure of primary and secondary schools in all 50 states, the cancellation of sports teams and activity classes for youth, and the closure of public parks and playgrounds. Parents in the study perceived children's physical activity had decreased, whereas children's sedentary behavior had increased between the pre-COVID-19 period, which was February, and the early COVID-19 period, which was March March through May. The locations of children's physical activity also changed drastically, of course, Mm -hmm. with more children performing physical activity at home or in the garage and on the sidewalks and roads in their neighborhoods, of course, because they were quarantined during the early COVID-19 period. Overall, COVID-19 restrictions seem to have a larger impact on the physical activity and sedentary behavior of older children and girls. The concern is that these short-term changes in behavior in reaction to COVID-19 may become permanent practice, leading to increased risk of obesity, diabetes, and cardiovascular disease in children as they get older. The
0: pandemic was rough on my kids, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family is is a multi-generational home with my elderly in-laws living with us, so we were hyper-vigilant and safeguarding against COVID, which really translated to my kids doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, my daughter could not stand playing video games, but three months into quarantine, she began playing video games out of sheer boredom. Right. Uh, you really take for granted how much activity getting up and going to school involves for them, mm-hmm. or going shopping on weekends, not to mention being involved in sports then boom the pandemic turns their world upside down and they go from highly active to sedentary
1: right so what can parents do to stop or reverse sedentary behavior behavior that can cause obesity cardiovascular disease or diabetes in children as they get older i'll share some tips to help you out first talk about it as a family Discuss your health as a family and the goals you have for yourselves. Talk about what you've done in the past and where you've fallen short. Discuss with your family what they like doing most, walking, swimming in the pool, playing basketball, riding their bikes, and what activities you can do as a family. Ask your children if they miss being more active since they've been stuck inside for so long and how they feel after being active. Find the emotional roadblocks You know, when you're discussing this with your children, Mm -hmm. older children may find it difficult to discuss the changes their bodies have gone through, especially if they have gained weight. Ask your children if their classmates have made comments about their size and how does talking about physical activity make them feel?
0: That one hits me right between the eyes Mm Stacy this one is big because I feel responsible for my children's fitness level right now at their ages they can only eat when my wife and I allow them to and they can only eat what we provide so we are directly responsible for their eating habits and to a certain degree we are also responsible for their activity levels it would crush me to hear that they had cruel or unkind things said to them because it would make me feel like
1: I failed them as a parent. Right. I can imagine. Make a plan as a family and start slow. The biggest problem some people run into is trying to do too much too soon. For most people, going from infrequent or little exercise to long periods of exercise every day is not going to be practical and will be short lived. Instead, set modest, attainable goals as a family and make it a priority to achieve them. For example, start with a short walk with your family. You can then increase the time and speed of the walk as you get comfortable. You can always work in more exercise as you go.
0: Yes. So I have to remind myself of this one, Stacy. Mm-hmm. When I go um, work out sometimes, especially when I haven't been training for a while, I'll jump right in like I never left and not worry about the impending days of soreness and aches that are coming. Right. I realize, hey, I just have to work through this. But you can't do that to a 10-year-old. You don't want them to hate training or being active. And one of the fastest ways to do this is to overexert them to the point where it's painful or it'll be days of soreness for them afterwards.
1: That's true. After you set your goals, choose fun activities. One of the biggest obstacles people and families run into with fitness is they think they have to do physical activities they don't like to do, like sit-ups, push-ups, running. Those aren't usually activities most people enjoy doing, but I'm going to talk to myself about, this is basically talking to me, okay? (laughs) These aren't activities that I like to do, okay, at all. Some people like doing sit-ups and going running, but for those of us who don't, there's plenty of other ways that we can get in shape, like going for a walk as a family is one possible activity. Riding their bikes, swimming, Roller skating, yay! Basketball, soccer, any sport really, or even just getting outside for a while, is better than sitting on the couch, watching TV, playing video games, or being on a device. There are also great online fitness resources like Go Noodle. Ask your AOS scholars about yes, Go Noodles, parents. Yes. They can tell you all about it. They're fun and they get your kiddos moving. That go
0: noodle is genius. Oh, kids mm. love it. My daughter mentioned Go Noodle to my wife the other day, and my wife thought she was talking about pasta. <laughs> um, but these videos could be a great source of family fun. Please try these out with your kids, and I guarantee you'll thank us for
1: it. Yes, you will. Parents. I know we're talking about increasing physical activity and decreasing sedentary behavior, but make sure you and your children get plenty of sleep. Mm -hmm. Not getting enough sleep, experts will tell you, can make you not just feel sleepy tired, but physically fatigued, making exercise seem unappealing. It's important that individuals You know, children and adults get enough quality sleep because it's important for school performance, behavior, weight, and overall health. Parents set a bedtime for your kids and for yourself as well. Stick to established routines and bedtimes in order to maintain your overall health. Make sure your children go to bed and wake up at the same time each day to ensure that they get the appropriate amount of sleep and parents do the same for yourself.
0: Think about why one, um, why Mondays are so tough. You go to bed Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at a reasonable time, mm-hmm. but you spend Friday, Saturday, and sometimes Sunday night turning up. <laughs> <laughs> Waking up, getting going on Monday morning is rough yeah. after that. This is no different with your children. Don't allow weekends and right now the summer to be a far departure from the school year. And most certainly, make sure you're conscious of the amount of sleeping they're getting, especially when they're going to school each day.
1: Finally, parents, set a good example for your children. As we've said plenty of times on Scholarly Speaking, children do what we do, not what we say. So if you want your children to develop healthy habits like increasing their physical activity, eating more fruits and vegetables, and drinking water instead of soda, you have to be the change you want to see. So just do it. Don't expect your children to eat fruits and vegetables if you're buying cakes and cookies. Having fruits and vegetables available as snacks throughout the day and avoiding unhealthy snacks like chips and cookies as much as possible, please do that. For dessert, get your children in the habit of eating fresh fruits like strawberries, blueberries, pineapples, or peaches. Also, introduce them to exotic fruits that they wouldn't normally eat.
0: Forming good habits is essential. Make eating fruits and vegetables a part of your eating habits. And this doesn't mean never eat cookies and cakes or other foods you enjoy, but your plate must be balanced. My wife, who's a licensed dietitian, would want me to say that. (laughs)
1: Yeah, really good. (laughs) The main thing to remember is that a start is better than no start at all. Pace yourself as a family and have fun getting and staying fit. You can do it! You can do it! <laughs> <laughs> Parents, as you plan a schedule bedtime for your child, remember that every evening at 8.15, Monday through Fridays, AOS is on live with our Summer Sleepy Time Scholars Program. Because we know the benefits and value of reading aloud to children, selected AOS staff members read a story every night at 8.15 p.m. on AOS Facebook Live. All scholars and potential scholars ages three through eight are invited to join us as we read a bedtime story and pray before they go to bed. This is open to all scholars and potential scholars and is a way for us to stay connected to our scholars over the summer while keeping them engaged in the love of reading. So please join us Monday through Fridays at 8, 15 p.m. Well, what do you think? What is something you can do with your family to get them to increase their physical activity? comment and let us know your thoughts on today's topic.
0: Wow, thank you everyone for joining us today. We appreciate when you join us. It makes us feel great knowing that you are here with us. Uh, Tell friends about this, give them an opportunity to engage and enjoy what we're doing here. Next week, we'll be giving away a free gift card for those of you who are chiming in. So be here when we come in on next week, okay? And no matter where you live in the world, you can give your child access to an exceptional Christian affordable education with the Academy of Scholars Premier Online Learning. Not only does the Academy of Scholars give your child the opportunity to engage in school at their own pace, but we also provide a comprehensive curriculum, one that will encourage your child to live a healthy lifestyle. The Academy of Scholars Premier Online Learning is the online school you've been looking for.
1: Well, I hope you enjoyed today's live session. To learn more about our amazing school, the Academy of Scholars, please go to our website at academyofscholars.com. Join us next week as we continue our live discussions. Next week, we'll be talking about options for gift-giving for kids' birthdays and holidays. Until next time, I am Dr. Stacey Lambert-Johnson. And I'm Benny Crane Jr. Saying goodbye Goodbye. and be Be blessed. blessed.